Hello and welcome to episode four of my podcast, The Non-Essential Entrepreneur. I'm Ego Wegbu. I spoke with Fabio Razzino, who is the uh, entrepreneur behind the Italian restaurant in Parkmore here in Johannesburg. Um, his restaurant, of course, closed uh, during lockdown. But today, 1st of May 2020, it gets to reopen through um, takeaway and delivery, not takeaway, delivery, delivery of cooked food since we're now at that stage. So I got to chat with him um, yesterday about how the business has been affected, um, how he's dealing with landlords, how he's coping with staffing, and of course, how they're preparing to uh, dispatch their first pizzas today. Um, Whilst that is um, what we're talking about with Fabio, I also want to say that the podcast, this podcast is ultimately about the spirit of an entrepreneur, um, the essence that drives businesses forward, even in um, difficult times, Um, the way that your mind starts to visualize and work through the problem and break it down and not get overwhelmed by too much external information and try to stay focused and, you know, pinpoint what it is that you can do rather than the million things that you can't do. So uh, the podcast in general, this The Non-Essential Entrepreneur is a great one to listen to because we will address those things. We do touch on them, that that earned authority that a founder has that allows them to get through the toughest times. Um, These things are mentioned in the conversations that I have with other fellow entrepreneurs so if you listen to all the entrepreneur to entrepreneur um, chats that I've been having we discuss those things we discuss the things and the practical things that we're using methods processes thinking to actually get through the problems but also I will do an episode where I'm going to focus entirely on giving actual steps and bullets points that will help you grow your business make your business more profitable um, come up with new ideas avoid making certain mistakes and so on so listen on this is a conversation that i had with fabio razzino of the italian I'm fine. How are you? Oh, yeah. Ah, here we go. Here we go. How are you doing? Fabio, you've grown a beard. Can you believe the first time in my life? Is it? The first time in your life? I told you. First time in my life. I told you, you know what? Let's let's try it. You've lost weight. I have been uh, eating probably. I lost A, definitely. Have you been working out in lockdown? I have, actually have. Um, Pilates, yoga, oh. running around the garden, oh. um, switch. Oh. Uh, we've been working, working out probably. 
So for our listeners, I just want to say that Fabio is a guy, yeah, um, and he's doing Pilates and yoga. So for all the men out there who keep saying to me, is Pilates and yoga for men, I'm telling you now, it's life-changing, right? Right, Fabio? Never never done anything as hard as that, never. There's nothing as as hard as uh, as Pilates, especially. It's like the most intense intense uh, thing that you ever done in your life. I mean, wow. as a guy, especially. Wow. So, and how are you uh, doing? I'm fine. With I'm the non-essential? Fine. Yeah, <laughs> listen, man, we are non-essential and you are non-essential too. However, they've given you the right to open on in level four. Yes. And I see right now yeah. you're actually sitting in the restaurant. I am sitting in the restaurant because we needed to do a clean up and, and do preparation for tomorrow. Uh, we ready at 12 o'clock. 12 That's o'clock amazing. on the dot tomorrow. We I am hoping to send out the best pizza. That's amazing. I um, while I was waiting for you to join me, I went onto uh, your Instagram page and I see you've already posted. Uh, Fabio Razzino is the uh, founder and proprietor of the Italian in Parkmore which is an Italian, and as you can hear, he sounds Italian, uh, restaurant. And I see that on your Instagram, the Italian Parkmore, uh, you've already posted, we've, we're starting the fire and I can taste that pizza already with a special redesigned menu just for lockdown. I just think that that's so impressive. So tell us about that. Well, obviously, you know, we, we, we're not sure how many people are going to start ordering. We're not sure um, how we're going to be welcome back. I think, I think there's a lot of excitement uh, from all the posts that I've done. Um, there's a lot of good response. Uh, people are excited about not cooking anymore. And I, I mean, majority of people would cook just about anything from burgers to fish and chips to lasagnas baking cakes, but I think very few made pizza at all. <laughs> and even when they make it, it doesn't come like in a, in a wood-burning pizza oven. It just doesn't come as good, as fragrant, as built with that same smell. So I think a lot of people want to have a, a, good, uh, a good pizza. Yeah, but and, I see uh, on your menu... I see on your menu that it's not just pizza. You're doing everything. You're doing spaghetti bolognese. You're doing look absolutely. We do we do all the Italian dishes. I mean, from from brisket stew to oxtail. You know, a lot of the you know we import truffle. So I still have all my truffle products uh, uh, coming through the menu. Uh, but we we reduced them. We reduced them because first of all we only working with about thirty three percent of the stuff because we don't know how busy we're going to be. And I hope that in, in anything between a week to two weeks' time, I'll bring in another 33%, and then we'll take it from there. Obviously, we need to check with the uh, with government what, you know, where, the, where the lines are on how many people can we have and so on. But at the moment, everybody that we're bringing in um, is with their own transport. Um, or we, we, we got specialized transport for them uh, the way we pick up and we deliver back home uh, uh, everybody. Yeah, uh, so just... we need to make sure that, uh, if, that, that our staff, that we're all safe and that our clients are safe. So we do all the 
um, sanitizing or when we come in, you know, we always check that uh, if everybody has uh, any symptoms, um, but mainly sanitizing uh, hands and everything when we, we, we get in deliveries from food. And then when we, we, we're gonna do a few deliveries our own, but mainly it's gonna be Uber, Mr. Delivery, and now there's this new boat that is just coming in and we are just finished signing with them. Okay. Uh, but our main, our main uh, is, uh, is Uber Eats. Okay. Uh, but already before closing, what we were doing is every time the drivers comes in, we make sure that they sanitize the hands. They probably the drivers have the most sanitized hand in the whole world because they probably do it like 30, 40 times every day because every delivery is you know, sanitized when you're coming in, sanitized when you're going out, when they go to the back, they all have it. I mean, so I think, you know, as much as this is a difficult situation, everybody, I feel that everybody is pulling together that, you know, there's that kind of energy where um, everybody wants to do their little bit. Yeah, so I mean, we're all looking forward to uh, a change. At the end of the day, we've been sitting here in lockdown for five weeks, and it kind of gets to a point where you're just so flat from the non-activity. I mean, the point is that the, because, of the, because of the lack of activity, your sort of internal life, your quiet life indoors, as beautiful as it may be or not, you know, can get pretty flat. So I think we're all very excited about whatever it is that we can suddenly get now. Like one of my other entrepreneurial friends has a uh, face skin skincare line. And she sent me a message yesterday saying, you know, that she's been allowed to operate in level four and she's going to be sending out her stuff. And I'm just so excited just to receive and just to receive something um, that's not essential so uh i'm sure that a lot of people will be excited about uh getting italian pizzas we've loved them for years and and so on but now i just want to go back to the beginning because i want to talk to you as an entrepreneur and just what is your what's your entrepreneurial journey can you give us like an idea because italian is your second restaurant no it's actually my uh, i think it's my Sixth Six, restaurant. Six, yeah. Okay. So you've been, you've been a restaurant so, business for years now. So tell us what happened. Why? I started in the restaurant business in 1990. Okay. My first job, first job was uh, uh, as a cash, uh, as a, the, the cash deal, yeah. as a cashier. Yeah. In this Italian restaurant uh, back in Bramfontine in, uh, in town. And it uh, was, uh, was the second time that I came to South Africa and I needed to, to do you know, something. And, uh, and I started working for these friends and I was at the till. I mean, I, I still, my accent is very strong, as you can yes. hear. But, I mean, at that time, at that time, I spoke no English whatsoever. Oh, wow. uh, so it was an experience, it was an amazing experience. Um, and that's how I started really lucky restaurant and then basically from the 93 i came back to south africa and i just started to restaurant never go out of it right um, so in 1993 so 1993 I, I, I came to south africa um i moved uh i moved to south africa i, I was already in 1989 1990 
Yes. Uh, only for like a holiday a period, uh, you know, after school and before army. And then after the army, I decided uh, my mother was here, my brother was here, so I decided, well, I'm going to give it a try. Okay. Still here. <laughs> okay. You fell in love like I did. Like I <laughs> Very did. Much. Very much. Um, so, I mean, so you, you basically opened your first restaurant. You decided that restaurant restauranting was for well, you. Well, obviously, I started working for people. You know, I started yes. working as a waiter, and I made, you know, and then after as a system manager, then as a manager, and then with a percentage, and then my first coffee shop while I still had a percentage into a restaurant. So it's been, oh. it's been a journey of being in Trevenant. And um, this and restaurant what, now is five years. Yeah, well, and then what about the cooking now. aspect of it? Did you actually cook at any point? Were you ever a chef? I love cooking, um, and, but uh, I'm not a chef, yeah. not a trained chef, yeah. but uh, I like doing dishes and I like cooking. Uh, yeah. Like you like doing dishes, dishes as in not I, washing like. dishes, as in producing no a nice dish. <laughs> nice so I want to so just say... I, I obviously just, cook what I, what I like. Yeah, that's, I want to just that's say... That's the point of my restaurant. This is a very interesting uh, point about entrepreneurship. A lot of people think that because they like to cook that they can then own a restaurant or because they like to do hair, you know, in their private time, that that means that they'll be great as a salon owner. And I, and I think that your story is a very important one about the fact that, you know, and, and I've known other restaurateurs also to have this path. They're not the chef. They are, you, you kind of come along, you build up on the, through the ranks, you start as a waiter and, it, uh, and then you move on into management and so on and so forth. And I think that it's a very interesting way to get into starting your own business because you learn like an apprentice, literally along the way, all the nuts and bolts of that particular business before and, you take it on yourself. And that's exactly what happened. You know, we, we basically learn, we learn on the job. Uh, I never done, I never done an hotel school, but we learn on the job first as a waiter, you know, following other people, understanding what they needed. Obviously, I was facilitated because I always worked in, in worked, always worked in a restaurant, so it was easy because it was my food, you know, yeah. and, and especially everywhere I worked was people that I knew very well, especially at the beginning was people that I knew very well and it was people also that were like from me, from Rome. And so in the majorly what they were cooking was Roman dishes. Oh. And so it was pretty easy to go along, especially with the food. I didn't have to learn that. I obviously had to learn the work. I was being a waiter and then a system manager and then a manager and so on and so on. Yes. But I mean, I was lucky enough uh, to, to have that path. Yes, yes. And I think it's actually a very powerful path. I didn't use that. I didn't go that path. I wanted to open my own salon. And I went literally from wanting to open my own salon and writing a business plan to opening my own salon. And so then I learned all I you know, oh, everything. That, that was very hard. I was I literally had training you know, by fire, because I was in charge of cash flow and everything from day one and managing a team of people. And of course, I had no experience whatsoever. Um, I've been recently watching uh, the masterclass videos and um, Anna Wintour of Vogue was giving advice uh, 
to the young people starting in uh, edit, you know, in magazine and saying that you should grab any apprentice job that you can, be an intern, make the coffee, learn the ropes. And, and I listened to that and I thought to myself, yes. God, if only I had worked in a salon for a couple of years before I'd opened my first one. So I love your story and I love, I love the fact that you built up to this point. So now you're here with this restaurant that you've owned for five years. And um, yeah, and uh, it's doing well and up until COVID decided to slap us in the face. Yeah. Um, I was talking to uh, another restaurateur and I was saying, why don't you, uh, on the 1st of May, when you go to level one, you know, create a takeaway. And he said to me, Ego, you know, my restaurant is, is, whilst the food is nice, people really only come because of the vibe. They come because they, he, he plays a lot of music and they have a lot of drinks and all of that. You know, I'm not going to be able to turn my 700 square meter space you know it, and and make any kind of sensible reasonable money or reasonable pivot uh by doing takeaways you know you too are a sit-down restaurant how is this takeaway going to save your business or what's the plan well first of all we always had the takeaway uh, well, we started only as a sit-down and slowly we realize, you know, being a neighborhood restaurant, and some people love to come to sit. A lot of them want to take the food home. So as much as at the beginning of the five years ago, we started with very, very lucky with maybe 2% of what would not have been, uh, um, been from takeaways. We realized slowly that uh, there was an opportunity and there was more and more people wanted to, to basically have good food at home, you know, mm -hmm. not typical franchise not something that uh, um you can get anyway but you know how, how you know what you normally go and eat out but now you want to have it at all yeah and so we realized that there's an opportunity we started uh, well we started away we always had uh, um takeaway people come and pick up but we started with uber and then we started with, with uh, also Mr. D. And now up to now it comes 20, 25% from, uh, from takeaways. That's amazing. And so, yeah. And so I think, uh, I think there's going to be, there's going to be a lot of, um, a lot of people that are excited because they're not going to have to cook. So a lot of people are going to order uh, takeaways uh, at the moment. Yeah. So there's I mean, there's not many restaurants open. Yeah. And so the, the, I think we're going to be facilitated from, from both. Number one, we, I mean, I'm ready. Tomorrow at 12 o'clock, I am pulling out the first pizza. Um, and a lot of people are not. Everybody's still thinking, what am I going to do? Am I going to do it? Is it going to be viable? What we're going to do is our, our menu, shrink it, make sure that we're giving good value on the menu. Plus, from this week, I'm starting doing specials. People... I mean, and everybody, even if, obviously, if you have your own business like you, you're suffering the most. And even people that can work from home, one way or the other, they share their cash. So from what we're doing from this weekend, we're going to pull out family meals, specials. People can order for four people. Every day, there's going to be different things where it's going to be really value, big value for money. Right. So 
not, not anymore the, the one just having a pizza just because you feel like a pizza and uh, you know obviously it's good value for money already because pizza are really great but something a little more for the whole family where this is a this is a period where people they need to look after their relocation there so this is we done it before closing we ran about four different specials and from Monday we're going to start again well, you know what I think? I think what I'm hearing, which is really amazing, and this is part of the part of the reason of this podcast, it's not to introduce different businesses, it's to talk about what the entrepreneur does to keep the business alive. What I what I'm really enjoying hearing from you, Fabio, is the fact that you are thinking through about value for your customer. You have you I mean, five weeks into into lockdown your business is still standing your landlords haven't kicked you out or anything like that so whatever you whatever negotiations you've done you've done and you've maintained but you're also now thinking okay i've got to shrink my menu i've got to tidy this up i've got to look at how many people i can actually physically viably have in this shop uh, i've got to look at the ingredients and what i can and can't source at this time in any volume and you know put that together and produce something that's going to give my customer and i'm thinking about them their their families their homeschooling they're working from home you're thinking about your customer and the scenarios that they're in at home and you're producing something for them and that to me is entrepreneurship uh, you're absolutely right you know and uh, i think when when i realized you know obviously being from Italy, I realized what was happening in Italy, and I start thinking it's gonna have the same thing is gonna happen here. Right. So how am I gonna react? What are our businesses? How our businesses gonna gonna react to, to this situation? So what I did, I had three weeks basically in front of looking at Italy, what they were doing, and so I started moving much before uh, things were happening in South Africa kind of, we knew the lockdown was coming. And before the lockdown, I told, I told that from the beginning, they would allow us to, to do takeouts. So I was, I was preparing to do that. So um, we did, before the lockdown, we did a lot of different uh, special for people to take the staff home and said, you know what, I'll take out a little bit of sauce and I have a packet of pasta and you know what, with very little effort, I can cook for my family, you know, and it doesn't cost me a harm and a leg. Um, and those are the things that I think people are looking forward to it when we reopen. Yeah. Very for money. Yes, exactly. Wow. Thank you. Thanks for I this lost chat. You. Sorry. <laughs> I said thank so, you. Thank you. I just want to, nice I to just see you. ask you though, I want, I want oh. one real life practical tip for someone starting in business. I want a real life practical tip. My, my, my tip yesterday was do your, is, was set up your own e-filing with SARS and your own Sage account so that if you ever have a separation with your accountant, you still have access to your stuff. What's yours? Any, you know, that's really, that you only know. I think, I think if one thing I needed, I needed more when I started, a, a mentor. I think a mentor is extremely important. Somebody that already done it, there is a few, it might be only a couple of years older than you or in the business, doesn't have to be older, but they is already done it, they can give you good tips 
on what mistakes they made so yeah. that you don't have to make them yourself. Yeah, yeah, I got that. That's good. But give me one tip. I want one of those tips. Say you were my mentor for a restaurant. I want a tip. <laughs> Come on. So the first tip will be whenever, whenever you do your business plan and if you're a positive, cut everything by 50%. Right. <laughs> and that's what, you're gonna, that's what you're gonna end up doing. I love it. I love it. I love it. So basically, whatever you, whatever your uh, estimates are for the future, cut them 50%, by fifty percent. And whatever you think your costs are for the future, add another fifty percent to them. And then, if your business is still viable, go for it. That's it. <laughs> love it. Thanks, Fabio. I wish you all the no, best thank you tomorrow well. and nice going chatting. forward. I look forward thank to you. getting my pizza via Uber. But not tomorrow. Um, I probably will feel I suffer, I suffer, okay. suffer, suffer through, and I'll get it on Monday. <laughs> no problem. Any time. Thank Thanks, you. Love you. Bye. No. Bye. What a great chat with Fabio Razzino of the Italian. Um, as you can see, he was decisive, and that's one of the most powerful um, superpowers of an entrepreneur, to be decisive. You have to jump on it, and once you've decided on something, you go down that path full force. So he's got his 33% of his staff in, he's started those ovens, he's scrubbed down that restaurant, and, he, and even though it's a sit-down restaurant, he's... Uh, he was taking 25% of revenue from deliveries and takeaway prior to uh, COVID. And now that we've been through five weeks of lockdown, you never know, that might shoot up now to uh, a good 50% of the original turnover, not clearly not the kind of turnover that we're doing now, which is of course reduced. So I think that that's a very powerful um, lesson in entrepreneurship, be decisive, be clear, um, know your numbers, know your figures so that you can, you know, make your decisions based on correct calculations. Till next time, which will be very soon because I've got so many things I want to share about my business and how we're getting through this time ourselves. Cheers.